0: Today we have Maisie on the podcast. I came across Maisie through the Happy to Help initiative, a collaborative project which helps to support students and find people to reach out to in the industry. I just wanted to say a huge thank you for that actually because I spoke to so many people who were waving the flag to help so thank you. Um, just a bit about yourself really, who you
1: are and what you love to do. Hi, yeah, so I'm Maisie. It's so good that that actually works, that scheme, because it was really hard to yeah. know whether people were actually getting in touch with people, because I had quite a lot of messages, but I was like, I hope everyone else actually is as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good to know. Yeah, I'm Maisie. I am currently a senior designer at JKR, um, but I only started here about three months ago, coming up to three months, um, and that was after seven years at a company called B&B Studio, um, who were a lot smaller, did a lot more kind of startup brands, yeah, it was a it's definite shift going from somewhere quite small to somewhere quite big. But um, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more. But work wise, so I love ideas. I love like the concept stage of design. I love illustrating, and actually, I started drawing again in lockdown, um, so I could finally do some freelance work because I actually had a Mac at home, and um, yeah, kind of gave me some freedom to do some freelance work. And then that meant I could afford an iPad. Um, which has just totally started me drawing again which is like the first time since art school in school yeah. I reckon that I've actually been like drawing consistently um, and it's been really lovely to get back into that and non-work wise I'm pretty much always in the pub <laughs> so if you want to find me not in a studio I'll be in the pub I feel like that's that's my happy place <laughs> love that
0: yeah I got um an iPad recently and I don't know what it is about just being able to get that one thing out and start drawing instead of like getting all
1: your paints and your pens and your pencils out yeah. and stuff. So good. So much easier, isn't it? You can like sit on the sofa. I've generally got like some kind of trash TV on yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just like drawing away. Yeah. It's so refreshing. And like, yeah, yeah it's so much easier. You can try loads of different like techniques really quickly. It's not like you need like millions of different materials. Like you said, you can just have a go mm. at stuff so yeah three months ago you started working at jkr which is exciting
0: um what do you think you find the most interesting bit about this role i mean i know you said that you've gone from quite a small studio to quite a big one how's that
1: how's that been been it has been a challenge actually and it's been like it's really hard to know what the most interesting thing is yet because i feel Mm. like every day I, I, I don't know what I'm doing basically um and it's interesting changing as a senior so I was a senior before and I've gone into a new role as a senior um but that's kind of means like you are expected to know what you're doing as well like it's not like I've come in a, as a junior or even yeah. as a step up into a new role like I should <laughs> I should know what I'm doing um but because the because the agencies are so different um it does just feel like a completely different like a completely different job um and actually I do find myself a lot of days thinking like is this what I should be doing and is this the right way of doing it and you know I've learned certain ways that I feel comfortable like approaching projects or tackling griefs or even just feeding back to people um you know I'm used to knowing the people inside out and I'm used to knowing you know what you can say to some people and not to others like some people you just like to be blunt and like to know what the feedback is, and other people, we have to be a little bit more, you know, <laughs> tread a little more carefully, <laughs> and all of that is just totally up in the air again, and you don't know how to kind of um, approach different people. It's also like working with so many more people. So, like at the minute, I'm working with this whole interface team on web design. I'm like, I've I've not done a lot of that before, so yeah. knowing what my role is in that meeting is also quite hard. Like, I don't want to overstep my lines and sit and try and tell them what to do when they're obviously experts but also I don't want to sit there not saying anything or not piping up and then think why is she here <laughs> what's yeah. she up to so I think the whole shift has been super interesting and it's like having done it now I kind of I don't wish I'd done it earlier because I loved my whole time at B&B and it, mm. it had got to like a really good place where I should have like you kind of know when you should move on I think so I don't wish I'd done it earlier in that respect, but I do kind of wish that it had been right to do it earlier, if you know what I mean. After kind of four or five years, I think would have been a good time to then not to have had such a big jump now. And I think mm. I'm glad that I didn't leave it any later as well. Cause I think moving after like 10 years at a place would be so hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is that jump like? Cause I mean like applying as a junior for roles, I can imagine is quite different from when you're like a senior and you know like moving up the ranks um how does that work like how what is the (laughs) what is the whole like application process like when you think okay it's time to probably move on
1: it's very similar to when you apply as a junior like you still got to go through the whole same process in a way you've got to get your portfolio together I mean What's a little bit different is as a junior, quite often you could do an internship first. And that I think takes the pressure away a little bit. Like, you know, you can apply for an internship and it's not like you're saying, I'm applying for this job and I want to be a junior. You know, you can kind of sidestep it in a way. Um, but yeah, so applying as a senior, so first of all, you've got to get your portfolio together. And, you know, I had seven years of projects by that point, which obviously if you think about how hard it is when you're Graduating to like narrow down your portfolio. Yeah. It's like seven years worth of projects. And at B&B it's like project after project after project. So I think I worked out I had like 64 projects or something that I could have chosen from. That's oh <laughs> so like, how do I even like get that to six that I'm like super confident in, show a breadth of my skills, show the kind of work I want to be doing more of? Because that's the other thing like, your best projects might not necessarily be what you actually want to do more of. And mm. If your whole portfolio is those then you're just going to end up doing more of the stuff that you're you don't particularly enjoy so that was another thing like trying to make sure there was enough of that world and actually stuff like um I didn't think food bank at the time which I'm sure we will talk mm. about as well but like yes. self-initiated projects are a really good way of making sure that you've got those projects in your portfolio and that you're really proud of them um because I mean the other thing is that clients can just take a project off the rails like you could have a concept stage that you love yeah. and then the final piece will come out and you'll just be like oh, what happened to that <laughs> so yeah. that's the other whole thing is you know making sure that you're really proud of every point of the project um and actually a lot of my portfolio is concept work so I can't share a lot of it um because of like NDAs and all that stuff um so yeah that was a bit of a tricky one and mm-hmm. um, like making sure you can actually get the interview without showing the work that you're not allowed to show and then when you've got the interview <laughs> then you can kind of show it um, but it's all a bit it's all a bit tricky and yeah the other thing I think that's quite different from a junior role to a senior role is as a junior I'd say it's quite a lot about your personality um and I think that's true as a senior as well but you kind of know as a junior you can teach them a lot of stuff like you're not expecting a genius come in and smash it straight away you're expecting yeah. to you know teach them and like them kind of learn your way whereas as a senior they want to know that you can come in and do the job and so I think portfolio like the emphasis is a bit more on that um yeah and then you've just got to try and be a decent human when you're talking as well <laughs> yeah it's a little bit of a shift but actually the process was really similar
0: and it was really yeah. funny,
1: like, I've always, like I always do a lot of talks and I chat to students a lot and I you know tell them what, what should be in their portfolio. And then I've seen it myself and I, I just couldn't take my own advice. was <laughs> no. like, why am I putting this in if I'm not proud of it? But you, you just end up trying to second guess what people want to see in a way, um, mm. which isn't the right way of doing it. <laughs> it's interesting though to
0: know that because it is all about like the first step when you first step in,
1: I know and all the like all the help stops as well because like as a junior you can ask anyone for help pretty much um and then when you're leaving a job especially to go to a different job I think it's a little bit different if you go freelance but can't really talk to anyone in your current workplace because it's a bit dodgy (laughs) yeah it's really hard to know who you can actually turn to at that point like do you just find a random senior online and say like, hi, <laughs> can you give me some advice on what projects are good? Like it's, it is weird and you do feel a lot less supported, I think, mm. um, which would be interesting, like how that could change. Cause there's like really good initiatives like the middle school, I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah. that's for people in like the middle of their careers. Um, and that's teaching them, yeah, like at, at what point it's good to move on, at what stages you should be thinking about something new and all that stuff. But, yeah, it can feel quite isolating in a way.
0: Mm. How did you find sort of going and getting that help and asking people? Was that quite a big thing? Um,
1: I didn't really do a lot of it. I had... No. Uh, There's, like, a DD at b who I was really close with. Yeah. Um, I chat to her a little bit. But, like I said, you don't really want to be talking to people in your current role about moving. No. Um, so it wasn't really like that. It was more because she had moved um, to BNB, like just chatting about her experience in yeah. a way um, and kind of figuring out if it was the right time for me without being so direct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was hard. And I think it is something that would be good to try and kind of tackle. I chatted to a few people who I vaguely you knew at JKR just to kind of see what the vibes were like yeah. there. Because <laughs> over the pandemic as well, like so many companies, I think... Everyone got annoyed with where they worked, basically, um, <laughs> because it was such a tough year. So it was a little bit hard to kind of gauge um, whether, you know, people were annoyed with current companies or whether they mm. just didn't like it generally and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I chatted to a few people at JKR and they'd all had kind of a good experience over the pandemic generally and we still felt really positive about where JKR was going.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I kind of took that as a good sign. But it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs>
0: I mean, like taking it back. What was that shift like from junior to senior? So, when you first
1: made that jump, how did that feel? It felt quite gradual at the time because yeah, uh, you kind of go junior, then midweight, then senior. So you do get like a ah, few. Levels. Okay,
0: I get you, yeah.
1: And junior and midweight are actually basically the same. It's just some places have titles and some places don't. So you might find that you are just designer until you're yeah. senior. Um, but at B&B you're kind of junior until there's someone younger than you (laughs) and then you're (laughs) midway. yeah and then senior is a kind of actual um step up and I think if you're at a good place you'll feel like you're like they won't throw you in a deep end too soon um so you'll kind of be doing a lot of the role before you get the title Um, and I think that seems quite common but Mm -hmm. it's also different everywhere so at JKR the senior roles are a little bit different to at B&B and b so at b and so you had creative director, design directors, and then seniors, and the design directors would still be designing on a project. Whereas at JKR, you have creative directors, design directors, and seniors, but the design directors don't design. So as a senior, you are like the top level of mm-hmm. design. So on a project, like it will be on you. <laughs> like if there's not three routes, then that's, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then there's, like, kind of a counter to that is that you've always got a DD and or a CD organising your projects for you and, like, um, putting them into a keynote, making sure it's presentation ready, mm-hmm. like, telling you where the gaps are, like, all of that stuff. Whereas at B&B, because the design directors were designing, they might be on a different project designing on that. Yeah. And you'd be the only, like, senior on it. So you'd have to get it into the presentation. You'd have to make sure, like, all three routes were solid. Right. All of that stuff. So each role is different, and every agency is different. And so, hopefully, if you're at a good place, they'll kind of guide you to be the senior that they want you to be, and kind of yeah. ensuring that you're doing the right stuff at the right time. This is like over. <laughs> I, actually, I think I was a senior at four years ish. Yeah. So yeah, I had like four years before then, and then oh, I've okay. been doing that role for three years. But you kind of also have like junior seniors and senior seniors, and all of yeah. the bits in between, like it's not like one day it's suddenly like right go presenting to clients like yeah you have a gradual role and Uh, it will just develop and then eventually they'll be like oh do you know what you're doing all the things a senior is (laughs) doing it's called (laughs) your senior
0: yeah um I mean going on from that sort of you share a lot of your illustration work and you were saying at the start how that's something that you're really into at the moment because you post a lot of it on your Instagram does that give you a the motivation to create more.
1: Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because mm. you want to get like the feedback and it it does motivate you to do more. But then you might post something and it get like fewer likes and everything else. And you're like, hang on, <laughs> why doesn't anyone like that? So I've actually turned off likes now because I'm like trying to shift it so it's more for me than for other people, if you know what I mean, mm. or like for that um feedback and I think that's been good for me but yeah it's definitely like it's just nice to have somewhere where you can be putting up your work and see the progress and like the other day I literally started Cinema 4D on like Saturday or something (laughs) and I put up like my first piece on that and obviously when you look at people who can do Cinema 4D their stuff's amazing and my stuff looks terrible but I'm like hopefully in six months time I'll be able to put up something better and look back at that and think oh yeah like I have come along that's quite nice about making your portfolio actually like you look back at all the stuff you've done but while you're just carrying on designing you don't often look at where you've Mm. come from and what you've become and I think things like Instagram are really good for that like a little diary of what you've been up to in a way yeah (laughs) whether you've got any better
0: I mean is it quite important then for you to try different techniques and Broaden your skill set and stuff
1: yeah I love doing yeah. new bits and bobs um but then I'm quite like a fickle designer <laughs> like I like to try a bit of everything um, and not really commit to anything <laughs> so yeah. it's like positives and negatives like some people are amazing at one thing and you know they can just everything they do in that certain program is amazing and they're total experts at it whereas I'm a lot more like Dabble in this, <laughs> yeah. dabble in that, like see what I like, and I just have a bit more fun that way. It's also mm-hmm. like it's you know, it's good and bad. Like it's quite helpful, I think, to have a basic knowledge of every program because sometimes you'll be asked how long something will take someone in a certain program. And if you've never yeah. used it, you have absolutely no idea. Whereas at least if you've like so understand a few basics, <laughs> you can think, okay, they'd do it that way and it would take that long or whatever i it's just a bit easier and you find that you're not asking people crazy demands as well like I know mm. what is possible in After Effects I know what is possible in Cinema 4D or I know what's possible in Procreate and then I won't be saying to someone in After Effects oh can you like rotate this way you can't rotate it or whatever you know yeah yeah
0: because you can see stuff on like people that are amazing on After Effects and you look at something that they've done and you're like surely that's quite easy like surely I can get on it and do
1: that like straight away and that's then you try and you're like 4D. yeah <laughs> you're like whoa okay <laughs> get like a new respect <laughs> yeah but then the other thing is true as well like there's certain things in cinema 4d that I learned like literally over the weekend I was like that's why everyone's things in cinema 4d look like that because it's like a button that you press <laughs> whereas before I'd been like oh my god like how is everyone doing all this stuff and Literally, you can just press a button and it does it. And I was like, "Okay, (laughs) that makes sense.
0: We could talk a little bit, actually, about the initiatives you've started then. I mean, collaboration is a huge part. And why do you think that's so important?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting, both of them. Uh, So there's been two initiatives that I've done over lockdown. Um, One was Think Food Bank, which was a project with Holly Keelty from Design Bridge, and that is um, to encourage people to uh, donate items to food banks. So at the minute, when you go shopping, the food banks are like beyond the checkout and there's no reminders while you shop. Um, and so the whole thing was this set of stickers that you could stick on shelf and remind people while they shop to donate to food banks. Um, so that's the first one I worked on. And then the second initiative was with um, Claudia Agate, And you've mentioned it before, but it was this um, happy to help initiative. And the idea for this um, was that as students were graduating and they'd had a lot of their studies disrupted by the pandemic, um, a lot of internships weren't happening and that kind of bridge from student to uh, industry was kind of a little bit fragmented <laughs> a little bit harder to cross <laughs> um, so the idea was that people who were in the industry could kind of put a little flag on their profile and say they were happy to help and if students had any questions wanted any advice just wanted to chat and um, to know that the industry wasn't that scary or anything like that um, they could get in touch and hopefully just kind of bridge that gap a little bit more um, and make it a little bit less intimidating when you graduated which i'm hoping <laughs> it did that job. <laughs> Yeah, so both of them were collaborations with, well, Holly is head of storytelling, I think, um, and Claudia was a junior designer, but both with kind of other creative people in different agencies. Um, And that was so helpful. It was so interesting to work with someone uh, completely different to how you've been used to working, um, get different people's perspectives on things, like also working with Holly was a bit different because um, she kind of did all the copy or a lot of the copy and the kind of thinking. And I pretty much did all of the creative, whereas with Claudia, because we're both designers, it was a little bit more sharing who did what um, and kind of taking each other's stuff on board. And yeah, it just kind of opened my eyes, I think, and probably did make me question like, oh, should I be trying to work with more people and learn from more people and actually probably prompted me to um, look for a new job and realize that I should be getting more perspectives than just the people who I'm used to working with <laughs> um, so it was really good for that and really helpful and I think just doing these projects it does kind of get your name out there to a certain degree within like the industry which I think is kind of helpful for your career and but also just get to meet loads of new people like things like this wouldn't have come about or you know other things that I've been involved with so I think it was really helpful for that kind of stuff as well
0: I mean yeah definitely but I was reading yet yeah, an article and you mentioned how you know all of these things are stuff that you give people and then they just you know flourish and become something else <laughs> and I thought that was really that was a really interesting way of seeing seeing it and seeing how you can just put something out there and then like you know if it happens it
1: happens Then. I think it was yeah both of them started without any idea of what they'd be in a way and they're both quite quick and like you said I kind of did a kit of parts and then released it Um, and that was really interesting to see what happened with it and where it went and who got involved and they kind of naturally evolved which was really good Mm. Um, but yeah it's like the lazy way to do (laughs) to do an initiative (laughs) just do the initial bit and then help let everyone else do it with you
0: (laughs) yeah but it's it it's good because it's like it's not structured and you haven't got in your head what you want it to end up as or where you want it to go it's sort of like quite it's quite nice
1: yeah um, I felt like there was no pressure on any of it yeah it's really funny I'm like living with my boyfriend at the minute um and he kept like seeing my Instagram and being like what have you what have you done now and like because I wasn't trying to make it into such a big thing I just kind of did it and then released it and then saw what happened but I hadn't even mentioned to him what I was up to because it was so like organic and so just kind of came out of the blue um it wasn't like there was a plan for either of them um but yeah it's funny he just kept being like why do I keep seeing everything you're doing on Instagram and not (laughs) (laughs) and not
0: have any idea (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah no happy to help was brilliant because it was just knowing who you can go to and you're not like annoying anyone or you're not being because I think that's one of the biggest things that people I mean I was definitely like this like oh I don't want to message anyone just in case Mm -hmm. you know they're really busy or they don't actually like want to help and
1: so it was just great in that respect. Did you use it for like portfolio feedback or did you, were you just kind of asking general questions?
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of, I just asked general questions mainly and then, um, then from that they turned into like portfolio reviews and it was just, yeah, it was really nice and it made everything much more like chilled and like, hang on, you know, everyone's just like, everyone's just a person and it's not this massive thing
1: to show your work to people. I thought it was really good like the type of people who got involved because it wasn't like we actually did have some like executive creative directors and some really high up people um but a lot of people who were really keen to help were like recent grads or just people from all different levels and like not even all design as well the strategy people involved and like account people um so I think it was really good that you know if you did want like a really casual chat you could just get someone who graduated the year before or if you were like this is my dream agency you could just get to the creative director like <laughs> there's kind of all levels that you yeah. could get involved with
0: do all of these sort of freelance projects and side projects help to aid your creativity in other aspects I mean I think you've, you've mentioned this haven't you how talking to different people
1: spurs on yeah definitely it does definitely helps from that and also I think what's really useful about doing freelance projects especially um is that you have to make all the decisions yourself and Mm. you have to kind of progress the project and quite often when I'm working um like even before I graduated like in the studio or in in work like I'll be waiting for reviews in a way I'll be like oh I've got a review in a few hours yeah so you kind of like you don't really get started again. Cause you think, Oh, I'm going to wait for the review or like, you know, you can kind of reach a point where you want someone's feedback. Um, and when you're doing a freelance project, you don't have that. You've just got to make your own decisions and get on with it. <laughs> um, and I think it kind of teaches you like almost what the next steps are in a way. And you know them in yourself because you're used to doing projects, but it's almost like you in a role, you wait for like the permission to do the next step. It's like, Oh, I'm doing concepts now. So I'm just sketching and then I'll have a review and they'll tell me which ones to pick and then I'll draw them up or whatever. But when you're freelance, you just have to do it all. So actually now I find that say I've done a day sketching, but I think that I've got all the ideas I can, like then I'll start working them up. And then from that, it might be that I think of a new idea and go back to sketching, but I've got a lot more of an organic process rather than waiting for someone to tell me each time I should do something else. (laughs) Was it a big thing like deciding to go freelance and trying to get this work? So when, I never really actually went freelance. I'd always do it like sideline yeah. with my work. So I never asked anyone for any work. Like the only projects I've done are people who've just got in touch with me. So I had a really cool drinks one, um, but it was like a friend of a friend who was launching this uh, startup drinks company. So they obviously knew me anyway and they knew where I worked and kind of knew the type of work they did um so then they just asked me for like a few projects that I've done and then other stuff I've got through illustration mainly actually so yeah done loads of freelance design work but I've done more freelance illustration and that's been great and they've just seen my Instagram um but it's a bit of a funny one when you've got a full-time job because you can't earn over certain amounts of money without like doing whole tax returns and stuff so I, I'm just keeping it <laughs> below certain limits so I don't have to sort out all of my tax returns. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah, no, very much to deal with. I'm like, oh, can't it just be easy?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think another question
0: is, um what's been the biggest learning curve in your career so far?
1: Which is Ooh. quite a difficult question, <laughs> but a good one, I think. The whole <laughs> I feel like the whole thing's been a massive learning curve. Yeah. Um there's been like obvious ones recently, like the pandemic was a total learning curve, I think for everyone, like whole new ways of working, um, adapting to like being at home, um, just some things to take a lot longer than they used to, (laughs) Mm. um, which has been a pain. But that's also taught me a lot in terms of um, like being independent and kind of like I was saying with the freelance stuff, like it taught me how to kind of motivate myself rather than asking someone else all the time and it's taught me to kind of see a bigger picture because it's it's actually easier I think at home standing back from a project and like looking at it as a whole whereas in a studio I think I'd be a bit bogged down with it and kind of you end up in a bit of a rut sometimes you don't have to progress it Um, and I think being from being at home has helped me with that Um, but I do just I just miss seeing what everyone else is up to as well I think starting this job <laughs> I don't know. I've had like a two years of learning curves again yeah um, but yeah it's been super interesting starting again and yeah learning all the new processes and all the different people and things like that are you back in the studio now then like half and half or
0: what's yeah it
1: like? so it's open um, and you can just book when you want to go in yeah um, okay but I've been trying to go in a lot because I'm new and I'm trying to like get to know everyone and like all that stuff and also I just missed it like I love I think the best bit about design is the like studio environment and the people and all that stuff and I think you know work from home while it can be really comfortable and like when you just want a little lie in (laughs) it's really nice actually I think it's really important for creative people to be in a space with other creative people and I think you know it sounds really cheesy as well, but when I was a junior, I would learn so much from, you know, the seniors and the creative directors and everyone around me. And also with the juniors, like it's, you know, you can learn from anyone. Um, But now I feel like it's almost a little bit of a duty to like give back. Like I feel like I can get on and do my work at home quite happily, but as a junior coming into industry, you need to be around people you need you definitely need to be in the studio you need to be learning from you need to be looking at other people's screens and being like you know how would you do that and just all those little bits and if no seniors are going in then it's no good just having a bunch of juniors not knowing what they're doing in a studio together so you know I think it's partly a little bit of giving back and then also learning for myself and learning from DDs and all that stuff so Mm -hmm. I think it's really important and I think a lot of people should be going back in and I think a lot of people have got quite comfortable and now need a little bit of an oomph <laughs> to get themselves back in and back and join those spaces again. Mm. But it's like if you said to everyone before the pandemic, do you want to work from home? Like people might have said yes to one day a week, but there's no way that everyone would be at home. No. So I'm like, remember, it was good.
0: <laughs> remember yeah. you had a good time here. I think everyone's yeah. got used to like just sticking your headphones in and just working as well. And it's much more than that, isn't it? Because I did um, a little placement like a few months ago and it was my first one where I was like in the studio. And I think it's so different, like just sitting there and hearing different conversations as well. Not even like watching what people are doing, but just like soaking everything up that people are saying. Yeah, It's just, it's crazy how much you get from that. And I think, yeah, people have forgot how important it
1: is. I think it's gradually getting better I mean the other thing is like people are nervous of being back in and like yeah I think it is getting to a point now where people are feeling a bit more comfortable and a bit like happier and you know in August a lot of people had holidays and they didn't want to like get pinged and then have to miss it and you know it's perfectly understandable but I just hope that we are gonna get a good balance of all the things that are really like that we've learned you know there are good things from being from home and we've learned like good techniques from being at home and all that stuff like keep all that but also remember that a studio is fun and you get a buzz yeah. and you know being around people is nice
0: <laughs> no you're right I mean what's the biggest thing that motivates you to do what you do
1: on a really shallow answer I like seeing stuff out and about that you've created like I just think that's quite cool and it's yeah. like a bit of a pat on the back isn't it like look at this cool thing I've made um, and I think that's why I keep gravitating towards packaging because you end up with like a really tangible thing at the end of it um, which is quite cool and seeing people putting your designs in their like trolley or whatever is quite fun <laughs> I did that. <laughs> um, so that was like the answer that's like probably shallow and I'm trying I think to move away from that a little bit because you know like I said earlier so many projects can go off the rails at the last minute or get put on pause or just take years to come out and then I think you can find the job quite unsatisfactory because you're not seeing like your results so I'm trying now to be more motivated by like each day (laughs) um, and actually just enjoy what I'm doing every day because like use like at the minute I'm drawing raspberries (laughs) and I'm like that's a nice day (laughs) um and I think we can forget that sometimes so I'm trying to think like it is a really nice job and it's just pretty great that that's what we can spend our time doing so try and see that as my motivation rather than always like yeah trying to come up with something amazing at the end of it all
0: Mm, yeah not always looking at the end result
1: i would obviously love to win like pencils and i'd love to do all that stuff and like you know i think anyone's lying if they don't want to say that they've got amazing work out there but yeah i think when that's your main driver it can get a little bit um skewed and actually you can end up a bit like negative when when it does go wrong or when someone else's route gets picked or whatever you can end up thinking that you're terrible at what you're doing and actually Mm -hmm. you're not it's just you've not won a pencil yet
0: (laughs) What would this is a hard question, but what would be your dream project to work on? Do you think?
1: It's a hard one. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I love doing kids stuff, which a lot of people don't like because it's a bit lowbrow, <laughs> but I like doing like characters and like illustration and all that stuff. And I love um I used to work loads on bear, so like bear nibbles, and we yes. did like loads of puzzles and like I illustrated their whole office which was amazing Um, and things like that I love doing so I'd say kids projects are up there for me Um, but I also think it's like a funny one because any projects that you think will be a dream actually is really hard work because there's been loads of like really good things come out before so like you know you might think oh craft beer because they are like beautifully illustrated or whatever but then trying to do a unique craft beer is really hard so actually, the good projects are quite often the ones where you think they're going to be rubbish because no one's done anything good. And then you can come in and do something really good. So it's a hard one because I feel like the dream project will be one that you don't expect it to be. <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: <that's laughs> Like,
1: smart. I'd have loved to have done, like, who gives a crap or, you know, something where no one's done a good toilet roll before. And then you come in and totally change it. They're the ones yeah. to look out for. But you can't really say your dream project's loo roll
0: (laughs) so you know whatever the next one
1: of those is yeah
0: so the dream project is like the least expected I reckon so yeah
1: you can have more fun with them as well like um I've worked on like dog poo bags before which obviously is not a dream project but you can have so much fun with them because you know no one really cares what's on them like you're using them literally to pick up dog poo um so you can just be really playful and we had like this little dog doing a peace sign to be like a number two and it was just really fun we had like loads of copy that was just funny and so i think stuff like that is actually like the best part of it (laughs) it's like those little bits that you don't expect to be good and then they end up being like your favorite part of it all
0: i mean to end on what would be one piece of advice that you'd give someone starting in the industry one
1: piece of advice um I would say I think if I was giving myself a piece of advice yeah. it'd be to worry less so I think that would be a general piece of advice as well it's like chill out worry less like I was saying I think we were chatting about this the other day but like the, um, the people who I know who were like the best designers now had like the longest internship placements or like you know would have placements for a long time and I know loads of designers who had that and I'm sure at the time they were panicking thinking like oh god I've not got a job I've got all these like internships but nothing's happening and all this stuff and then actually they ended up you know finding the place that really fit them really well and then they can like completely excel there and they've had you know a year of experience from all yeah. these other designers all these connections like all of that so I think you know don't worry about your path and don't compare it to other people and just hopefully your path will end up being what you want it to be um yeah don't don't be looking over your shoulder the whole time because you're always going to think that other people are doing better than you but they're probably not
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's such good advice because it's a lot like especially with social media and everything seeing and the LinkedIn notifications being like so-and-so's got a job and I'm just like yeah "Ah, when's it gonna be but yeah it happens when you least expect it again and it's hard
1: yeah it's really hard yeah it's like a bit of advice again that I wouldn't follow myself but I've got to say it
0: (laughs) you'll have to listen to this podcast like on repeat yeah (laughs) listen to my advice (laughs) worry about what anyone
1: else is doing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for being involved, Maisie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you.